Oh. Oh, we're gonna open these beers. We're gonna O pin these beers. <laughs> Where did this O come from? I don't know. There we go. Sounds very difficult though, not worried. Hey. Oh, okay. They opened. That cheers. Was easy. Cheers. Cheers. Another successful starting of a show together. Yeah. Uh so we are drinking Tuborg. Yes. Tuborg. Tuborg Gold. Premium beer. Denmark. It's from yes. it's from Denmark. Love Denmark. I was yeah. gold gold is best. It really is. It's top of the podium. Yeah. Maybe here apparently um, Olympic uh, Olympic athletes find the, they call it the silver curse. How it's it's better to get bronze than just to get silver. Yeah. Like how people have like legitimately quit or like it's driven them in like I mean I don't want to say insane but like driven them away from their sport because they got silver. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Well, because if you're bronze, you know, you medaled. Mm-hmm. You're silver. You think about well, I was this close to gold. Same thing, let's say, I mean, easiest is team sports, where it's two teams play each other in, in a tournament-based. So, mm-hmm. semifinals, the two winners go on and play for gold, two losers play for blonde, uh, well, blondes. Play for blondes. I'd play for Play blondes. for bronze. <laughs> so, of course, the winner of that bronze medal game goes out of the tournament on a win. They go out on a high. Whereas, the team that loses the gold medal game gets silver, but they go out on a loss. So, they're like... You see the, the, the medal presentation. The gold medal team's happy. Bronze medal team's happy because they just won. And the silver medal team's sad. Yeah, I never thought of that in like a sports bracket like that. Yep. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. All this from beer. The more you know. Ba, 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 ba. This beer is from Copenhagen. Ooh. Oh, under the... so I have some follow-up on Copenhagen. Do you? Do you recall last week we discussed uh, both you, Ryan, and my listeners? Our listeners? Uh, my mysterious friend from Snapchat. Yes. Who's been snapping me from Copenhagen. Yes. So I snapped back at him. Is snap the right term to use? Snapchatted? Mm-hmm. I don't know what the... Snapped. Okay, so I snapped back at him uh, as I was editing last week's episode. Because uh, I got to the part where we talked about him. And I was like, I should tell him about this podcast because one, I'm talking about this stranger on the internet. And two, maybe he'll listen. <laughs> uh, no idea if he is. But he then responds with... Um, I can't remember the exact comments, and of course it's Snapchat, so I don't have the exact text anymore. I should have screenshotted it. It was pretty funny. But effectively, he goes, I don't know what it is, but I always check Snapchats from you because the name Big Tits. And I'm just like, excuse me? Apparently, in his Snapchat, I am there as Big Tits. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> and I have no idea. And I'm like, did he misread mine? Because it's Voxel's thought. I mean, it's BT. It's the same letters? Big Tits. But like, How? Could he have added me on Snapchat uh, without, I, without ever actually, as far as I know, meeting each other, minus maybe once at a party drunk, because neither of us recall each other, have no friends in common. But not only did he get me on Snapchat, he got me under the wrong name. It wouldn't surprise me if you met someone once and added them on Snapchat, you in particular. Then, I Okay, yeah, that part isn't that bizarre, <laughs> but it's more, how did I become big tits? That is... <laughs> Ah, uh, what movie is it where the quote is like, "Not you, big titties" or something like that? And it's like he's talking to a you know a portly man. Um, that like, just reminds I can, me of that big titties. Like I cannot imagine myself. Maybe anytime. he took down someone's Snapchat name or something like that. A girl he met a girl at a bar. That was my thought too. Is maybe the phone and number he's doing was doing the, the issue? shitty thing, and you know, just I don't remember her name, but I know she had big tits. 
But then, like, how, like, I mean, you're adding someone on Snapchat, it's via their name. Like, is there a chick in Montreal who's using a similar name to me on Snapchat who has really nice rack, apparently? I, I'd be intrigued to meet this person just for the sheer, like, who are you, doppelganger? Maybe it's boxless thought, but spelled T-H-O-T. Uh, I don't know. I'd be curious. I it just it's one of those mysteries that will likely never get solved. Probably it's one of those unsolved Dateline. It'll be yeah. on Dateline <laughs> in, in, in twenty years. This is all a big catfish. <laughs> yeah, Nev Shulman <laughs> will uh, will show up. Uh... I I'm glad we have a follow up on that because that was one of those moments. I was sitting there editing and I was just like, the fuck. And he gets ex- like he probably every time gets excited. Oh, big tits! Oh wait, it's this guy who, who I don't know. But he still Snapchats me like random stuff, like oh here's my new bike. Oh, having a beer with my breakfast at work in Copenhagen. If he's listening, I probably like divulging your awesome life you live in Copenhagen. Hey, we're startup. just speaking out of jealousy. We're yeah, seriously, dude. Jealousy. I, I really want to go to Copenhagen. I've been. Oh, it's fantastic. It, you know, uh, it's the windiest city in the world. Apparently, is it really? Yeah, the tour guide I had in Copenhagen um, says it's the windiest city, or Denmark's the windiest country, hmm. which makes sense. It's right there, like the the, the, the water. It's right there, the water. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So, the science, when the water is right there, much wind is happening. Well, we live in Montreal, we know. Oh, true, yeah. That was like this morning, too. I, like, I did that thing where you check the weather before you leave the house, and it's like, do I grab a hoodie? It's like... Almost cool enough for a hoodie now, and the weather is calling for either much hotter or much colder later. That is Montreal weather. It's That's just, us. It's, it's like, uh, honestly, we don't even know at this point what the weather is going to be. Yeah, no. That's pretty much what the weather is like in Montreal. Half the time the weather app is just like, eh, try your luck. I mean, when I was in uh, Vancouver a couple years ago, mm-hmm. similar idea. You would look at the weather app, and it would show you the, the weather for the next, like, ten days. And it would just be rainy, 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 like every time. <laughs> but the thing is, it's really just, it's going to rain for like half an hour at some point during the day. And the rest of the day, it's going to be nice, is, is what I learned that rainy. I mean, sometimes it'll rain all day, but they're going to put rain every day because it's probably going to rain every day. But sometimes it'll be for 12 hours. Sometimes it'll be for 20 minutes. I mean, I don't mind that. I think I like a little bit of rain. I'm not kind of being out in the rain. Rain and shower... Are different yes like i want to shower because i have intention to be underwater right oh you know you mean taking a shower versus the rain oh. i thought you were referring to like rain versus showers i'm like are you really that snooty about your weather distinctions <laughs> uh, oh it's yes. overcast no it is heavy clouds not overcast <laughs> thank you very much you filthy casual <laughs> filthy weather casual <laughs> did you go to weather <laughs> weather school i believe you knew the science the weather academy. The weather academy. I mean, to be fair, when I was in high school, my buddy and I decided we didn't give a shit about like about, school, okay, <laughs> and, uh, or about so science most... class, okay. So we had all these other presentations that were paired up. It was like things about like lasers and like Ooh. whatever, and like mixing shit together and blowing things up and fun science. Fun science. Me and my buddy come up is like, here's our presentation on eclipses. <laughs> this is what an eclipse is. Oh. And uh, yeah, we did eclipses. And <laughs> I, I still remember 
we found uh, a web page. It was like a, a Ge- GeoCities page. Oh. And it was like, eclipses are when the sun passes by the clouds and the moon and such. And they make a truly awesome effect or something like that. So we kept that verbatim. Did, did you properly source your quote? No. Oh, God. Know. Plagiarism. That quote was from the heart. <laughs> source the heart. <laughs> What is, the, the art, uh, what is in the office, Michael Scott, when he quotes Gretzky? He quotes Gretzky and then quotes himself. You miss 100% of the uh, shots you don't take, Wayne Gretzky. Michael, Michael Scott. Scott? Yeah. <laughs> still to me, as cringy as that show is, as much as I do love that show, it was one of those moments that just made me smile. Oh, but that was it. That show, the problem with The Office was it, it, make, it makes you cringe so hard, but you have a gym to fall back on and relax. I never really watched it. I um didn't follow it on air. It was um just like Netflix. It became a thing, so we started binge watching, and I've watched most of it at this point. But that's fair. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Community was more my show. Mm-hmm. Good show. We actually um again recycling old topics. Recently discovered a new subreddit I'm in love with. Yeah. Continuity porn. Continuity. So porn. it points okay. out uh moments in TV shows and movie and other media where they've kind of hidden continuity. So an example they give that I love, I see you're pulling it up now. I'm curious. Uh, if you go on the top, one of the top posts and one of the most famous ones that I, th- I think of when I think of continuity is in season one, maybe part of season two of Community, they mention Beetlejuice three times. And on the third mention of Beetlejuice, you legitimately have a character dressed as Beetlejuice walk through the background of the scene. That's amazing. Incredibly tiny, incredibly subtle. Um... Continuity porn. Yeah, there, there's been a lot of them are like The Office or Community, but it's fun. Like they pointed out like a lot of Futurama ones on there. There was even a few Pokemon card ones where they showed like the art of two cards within the same set, and like they clearly make like a story together. Hmm. Like the first one is a Meowth uh, picking up like a bag of coins, and yeah. like you can see a Pokemon hiding in the back corner. And the next one is that Pokemon has stolen it from the Meowth, and Meowth chasing after him. Or like they've done. I subscribe to. I'm definitely gonna check it out. That's it. Definitely, if I can do a subreddit suggestion of the week. Ooh. uh, Definitely a fun one, and just going through some of those things. uh, They're tiny and like things only a redditor would notice because that's kind of their mo is noticing stupid shit like that. But it's a very fun place. Not super active. It's kind of low maintenance. Like it's okay. Post once every day or two. That's fine. Like it's just something I imagine that'll just sort of be on my feed. Mm-hmm. My, my front page and I'll see it and I'll appreciate it and then I'll move on there you go move on to I had a I can't remember exactly what it was no, but I thought of you again when I had one of those subreddit simulator posts pop up where I like legitimately had a moment of like what is this and then realized what subreddit I was on oh god there are some good sub- there's always good subreddit simulator it really posts. is like it's always like worth reading the top two three posts and I get kind of excited when you know the subreddit that's like being simulated <laughs> Did you just pull up subreddit simulator? Yeah. Why don't you read us one of your top ones for the day? Like uh, well, the top subreddit simulator post right now is by Florida Man underscore subreddit simulator. So subreddit oh. simulator from Florida Man. It's literally just Fox News. It's linking to foxnews.com and it says Florida Man is going to work after break. <laughs> <laughs> I just I love how blunt they can be sometimes and how accurate they can be sometimes. Oh, here's a good one. This one actually looks, sounds legit. Okay. Chick-fil-A handed out free sandwiches to people giving blood in Orlando. I I know some restaurants actually did do that. Were they one of them? I don't know, but it's all top today. Subreddit simulator. 
that said, the picture is an Asian woman carrying um, sacks of food and her children in like a, a weird basket thing. basket thing so it's not quite um... but it is fun how sometimes like i guess like at the top posts on so many subreddits are converged on so many similar subjects it could usually make something a little yeah. sensical there's also explain like i'm five subreddit simulator who just oh. says explain like i'm five why I end up being a cuckold <laughs> that was the one i saw that, that had me confused that... that was the one i read i was like why what could someone tell me how I end up this way? Why does this always happen to me? But not that I end up of like not a thing that is a noun. <laughs> it's like it just doesn't make sense. Grab- oh, beautiful. Uh, um, cuckold can be a noun. I mean, I guess it is a noun, but it's not something you can't be a cuckold. That's true. It's some. It's it's still pretty funny. It's it's still brilliant. <laughs> but the fact that I came across it, and I was like, that moment of reading it before you look at what just... subreddit is, and you're like. I'm just imagining someone like having this existential crisis. <laughs> it's like, why does this happen? But explain it to me really dumbed down. <laughs> why I am a thing I am that is not a thing I could be. I feel like maybe another podcast we could do one day is just like picking one of those each and just discussing them as if they were real. Oh, God. Like just being very serious. I was like, not like. T- uh, you've listened to it before. You've mentioned your cousin shouted to them, My Brother, My Brother, and Me, where they yeah. read. They read right, things on the yeah, answers. answers. And they give, like, serious advice. Yeah, they it. did a live one re- just recently I listened to. And they? they actually, they'll call out, like, because they'll take questions by audience instead. And they'll say, like, are you in the audience today? And they're like, yeah, yeah, I'm here. Oh, man, and just making fun of people directly is so much better. Can I? Can oh, I please. One keep, more I'm never going to stop you. I hope you know this. This one makes sense. Uh, no sense. It's all top today. And uh, it is, and I quote, if there's an extra small and 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 an extra large, why is there an argument about the merits of her platform? <laughs> I have to keep like stopping myself from taking a sip of beer as you're reading this because I'm going to laugh it's at some just... point and I don't want to get beer on the Mac. Oh my uh, god. Uh... It's such a fantastic story. Like, I really thank you for turning me on to it. It's Dis- such a great to read. Disney donates $1 million to Orlando to show support for Orlando and the bird life on the front page so much. <laughs> so much? It's like there's always like a word too many at the end. Like you can cut it off a word earlier and be it's fine. It's terrible. And the, the best part is it's not even just the topics themselves. You can go into the posts. And and you know, you all the comments, find, too. Because it's all the bots who comment on all these posts. So sometimes you get some really good stuff in the oh, comments, Oh, no, I've definitely seen some amazing comments. Anyway, uh, we've, we've sort of covered this one a little bit. That's it. Just, we should definitely do, like, a subreddit simulator or a subreddit of the day or a subreddit of the week. We are lizard people. <laughs> I believe <laughs> that's how it goes. Wake up sheeple. Hashtag wake up sheeple. That was definitely a camp, I, a camp I played in my summer game. A game I played in my summer camp, camp which was the... Camp. <laughs> Words in order make sense. We promise we're only on our first beers each. Not even. I'm only halfway through this one. That's it. I'm also doing pretty well. Let's shift gears to something that will make me not talk stupidly. Okay. Um, we just had our big WWDC announcements, and I know both of us are Apple users. We are both Apple users. There were some crazy freaking things coming out of that. Like I'm really pumped. Mm Mm-hmm. Like I know. Mm-hmm. Your voice cracked on a. mm -hmm. It did. That's. Mobile impressed. It did. Anyway, yes, WWDC was cool. For those who don't know what WWDC is, um, it's pretty much, it's not like, everyone confused it with, this is when a new iPhone is coming out. Yeah, that was a lot of the feedback I saw online, people being like, oh, they announced no hardware that sucks, or they were expecting hardware announcements, and... WWDC is for developers. Yeah. It's really more to talk about software. And so operating systems and apps and things like that. So yeah. it makes sense that they did not. I'm going to uh, 
said that my only complaint to the entire announcements. So again, we got announcements for all the major Apple software platforms. I mean, the Mac OS got renamed to Mac OS instead of being OS X and standing and being different. Um, we got new iPhone, new Apple Watch software, tons. But what is the one feature? Like that, there's that one feature that you cannot get on the iPhone that I think so many people want, and it's dark mode. That's something you always hear. I I've wanted. I love apps that offer as a feature. Heck, my podcast app has an option to donate a small amount per month to enable dark mode. And one, I support them. They're a great podcast app. Uh, the app I use is Overcast. But the fact that my donation just like you know it expired for like a few months, and I got opened up to a white page today, I was like, oh, I miss my dark mode. But hmm. it's nice. And again, too, I mean, it's easier on the eyes. Uh, I mean, the app, the iBooks app has it built in for at night, so it's easier on the eyes. Right. And they gave us dark mode this year. Yes. On the Apple TV. Yeah. And I mean, kudos. Good place to have it. It's worth having it there. Put it on my bloody phone already, Apple. <laughs> That's my only complaint. Everything else was exciting. I, I don't know what you thought of the messages stuff. It's kind of like, I feel a little over the top, and it's like just emulating it's the It's campy. Other. It's campy. And it'll be fun because I'm probably going to use it with, like, a video of myself and then just scribbling, like, eat shit or something like that. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to be like, congrats, hey. Uh, I guess it's fun. Whatever. That's it. There's, it's it's not harming anybody. It feels like they put enough other things into these new updates that are amazing that this was just icing on a cake. It wasn't like, this is our big new selling point and everyone being like, really? You're making messages more, like, childish and silly? Mm-hmm. It was, we're doing all these amazing things and the messages. So I felt like it was a great the cherry on top almost I mean really and I mean I kind of like I, I, I've i seen a few of them like demoed and I think they're kind of fun I can imagine occasionally using one I don't think it'll last that long mm-hmm. um, one of the ones they showed was the, the tap back like if you just tap on someone's comment and you, you can add something to it so rather than respond with like you know an emoji I could just tap on the comment I got and say thank you or I love this or high five or like a thumbs up I think I'm just going to go right away to the features I was most excited about that were So introduced. yeah, I'm curious, what were your big ones? Because I can't think right off my head what my biggest ones are, and I'm thinking maybe you'll spark some, or if, I'll respond If I had to pick three, um, I would say picture-in-picture picture on the Mac. Yeah. Just because I watch, sometimes I'll watch videos, let's say, let's say Rooster Teeth, a mm-hmm. Let's Play. I'll put that maybe in the corner, yeah. have that play, do my other thing, or if I want, you know, when, when hockey season starts back up, put the Habs on. Put them in the corner, and you know. Um, nobody puts Habs in the corner. No, he put nobody puts baby in the corner. Um, <laughs> you know that'll be the first thing someone does is they'll put that movie on in the corner and make oh that God. joke. If it isn't up by day well, one, it, I'll do it. Fuck it. There you I'll, go. If I don't um, see it day one, I'm doing it. What was I gonna say? I uh, I I mean, raised to unlock or raised to um. Raised to wake. Yeah. Raised to wake. That's the one because every time with Touch ID on my phone, if I want to check my notifications. You're in too quick. I'm in too quick. I got. I mean, they, they covered it in the show, but like, what a first world problem. My touch ID is too fast on my phone. And I can't see my lock screen anymore. But they did address it, which is really nice. And at the same time, I've been trying to do that feature for the last year because of my watch. The watch has the raise to wake feature, so I instinctively grab my phone like off a table out of my pocket and look at it for a solid like two seconds. Yeah, that's I go, it. Button right. I have to <laughs> click on you. Now knowing that I can just lift my phone out of my pocket or take it off a table and it will wake up for me. Yeah. Notifications right there. And I like the new style of notifications. It was like those individual white bubbles. It's kind yeah, of... that's cool. 
it, it people say it looks very Android-y, but I kind of like the Android OS, so I'm not complaining. And number three, obviously, and I think it goes without saying, uh, the Minnie Mouse watch face. Yes! This was... <laughs> I'm excited to play with it, sadly, because I kind of want to see how it works. But and you can get look the, at him and have a watch! And you can change her outfit to match uh, the watch, watch bands. bands. There you go. Oh, God. I mean, it's cute. It's funny. I I think you know it's not hurting anybody. Nah, whatever. And again, it was bundled with so many. Like I'm looking forward to the new Watch OS again, just being faster and having your favorite apps always loaded. Yeah, uh, I could see it being a big benefit. Like right now, I have the Watch. I love it, but I do very few apps on it, mm-hmm. and the ones I do don't always work. Yeah. So I've like I'll often do is I'll pull up my watch and go, okay, transit app, and like after like thirty seconds of nothing's come up, I just go, fuck, my phone's right there. Yeah. But again, a lot of the features I like from those third-party apps are being bundled into the OS. Like, one that I know was announced from people who have the beta is I use the transit app to see the next buses. You can now mark a line as a favorite in the Maps app in iOS 10. Right. And have a little, like, when is the next bus in your area passing by you in either direction. Ooh. So you can, so you, I don't need the app to that, do that anymore. That reminds me. Yes. Forget Minnie Mouse. That was oh, a okay. joke. Scratch Minnie Mouse, guys. one. The fact that you can actually delete stock apps. Yes. IOS, that wasn't announced in the presentation, but someone found that out after. You can't, there's, it's not all of them that you can delete. Like, you yeah. can't delete the App Store, for example, but you yeah. can delete a lot of the ones. Like, I have on my phone a useless folder, which has find iPhone, find friends, tips, videos, iBooks. Well, podcasts I'm probably going to keep, but it's in there. And Game Center, which is actually being removed. Completely, from, yeah. Uh, completely from, yeah. so... But you can also get rid of, I have the watch app mm-hmm. here, you I don't need watch, it. Yeah. Um, uh, you can even delete the iTunes store, you can delete stocks, you can delete reminders, notes, you can even delete FaceTime. You can yeah. delete a whole bunch of different apps. Uh, of um, the ones you listed, the ones I, I did see someone running the OS already, and the one they couldn't delete from that list was uh, Find My iPhone. Alright, I guess I'll keep that one. Whatever. But I mean, that's a, that's, I think that's a reasonable one to keep. Because... You can also delete the home app that's going to be on the uh, yeah. iOS 10. You can just get rid of it because I yeah. don't have a That home. is probably, there you go. That's probably my favorite one they've added is the home app. Mm-hmm. As someone who is living in an apartment and have been looking at homes uh, and actually getting married. So a lot of wedding gifts people have already suge- I have asked and I've suggested. I like this, the idea of home kit stuff. The idea of moving into a home and enabling HomeKit on so many things. You want HomeKit stuff? I love... Oh, Good yes. to know. Yes. Good to know. I've already got one friend confirmed for the Hughes. I think uh, Dario said he's going to get one of the door locks. <laughs> it's I... a little hidden like nerdy guy registry. But I love the idea of, uh, you know, when you come over to be able to just, you know, see doorbell ring, hit OK on my phone, and door unlocks. I think it's cool. You know, being able to say to Siri, I'm going to bed... Shut all the lights, make sure the door is locked, turn on the AC or turn the AC off, whatever temperature I've set it to. When I come home, the geofencing to have it, you know, pull up the front door lights and open the garage, whatever the case might be. I just think it's honestly, it's, yeah. we, it, Apple's needed this tool for a while and it's been in the works since iOS 8 fuck, but I am so bloody pumped for it. It'll be cool. I'm uh, I'm excited. Definitely excited for the fall when it all comes out, though. That's it. Should be good because they're gonna refine it. They're gonna touch it up. Maybe they'll add the dark mode last second. <laughs> Maybe. You never know. I'm praying to you. Someone did point out something really like one last thing on WWC. Okay. Something really sad that was kind of pointed out to me over Twitter. 
was one of the things they've removed from the iOS is they removed slide to unlock, mm-hmm. which is how Steve Jobs introduced us to the iPhone. That was the first image we got of it was the, this is the iPhone and slide to unlock. I'm going to pour one out for the dead homies. Please don't on my couch. No, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not actually going to pour beer out. You, you can pour it out, but just catch it with your mouth. I'll just pour it out, yeah. I wouldn't waste beer. What am I, you know? It's one of those weird habits I never understood people doing. Just like spilling one out for something. Like, I get the the symbolism, but it's like, okay, really? You just it. pour beer on the ground? If you're outside, I guess, maybe. Giving them a sip, you know? I, th- I think I think we've saturated WWC, like you said. Yeah. And yeah, we've, uh, we've talked about it. No, but I know just... that our subject tonight has much to be discussed. Hey, ask me what I did this weekend. What did you do this weekend? Shan and I went down to the States to go see The National in concert. Oh yeah, how was that? It was excellent. The concert was fantastic. They played for two hours. They played pretty much all their, their Did hits. they play Exile Vilify? No. Okay, because my favorite song, had I, mi- I like, I'm like almost happy they didn't play it so I didn't miss it. <laughs> no, I they didn't that play that one, but they played a lot of good ones. Um, and because the concert was admittedly in the middle of nowhere, it was mm-hmm. in very, very small town Massachusetts, the closest place we could find was in Troy, New York, about an 45 to 50 minute drive away really yeah it wasn't oh, too wow. bad though we didn't mind it was on the way no i guess and that's still pretty far maybe. it is but the point being we stayed at a very lovely airbnb with our host heidi her boyfriend dom and her very friendly cat and we had a lovely lovely time so speaking of which hostels versus airbnb comma which one's better and that's it i feel weird saying versus because it makes it sound like we're actively trying to compete and figure out which is better and I think, spoiler alert, we'll kind of get to the end of this and realize they both have their benefits and their advantages, and they're pretty equal. I think most of the topics we talk about, we, we try to do both sides of it. I don't think yeah. we ever get to a point where it's like, this is universally bad, or this is universally good. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah, so, I mean, first of all... Let's hear what your... I want to hear about your experience. How was your Airbnb? I've well, only this... been in one before, so I want to hear yours. Okay, well, this is the first time that... No, actually, sorry, excuse me. I've done, I've done Airbnbs before. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah. I don't know either. We um, we only stayed for a night. Obviously, we just stayed for the night of the concert. We were barely there, but generally it was just... The house came as advertised. It was mm-hmm. small, it was quaint, but it was very lovely. The bed was incredibly comfortable uh, and spacious for the two of us. And like I said, the cat was friendly. Uh, <laughs> they offered us coffee and, and whatever we would have needed. We didn't, we didn't accept because we had to go. But generally just pleasant, pleasant people, pleasant experience overall. And it more or less matches the other Airbnb experiences that I had. So I gave her five stars. She gave me a good review and we all went on, on our merry way. Very different from my experience. Not that one was negative. Mine was also, I say, incredibly positive. Okay. Uh, it was in Toronto. It was effectively an apartment or a condo, really. I mean, it was pretty small. Okay. I mean, really, all we needed was was a bed. It was a place where we had a kitchen. I think we put, like, wine in the fridge, and that was about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met her to get the keys, the woman, and met her again to drop off the keys. And I think she came by once and gave us a bottle of wine as, like, a welcome. Well, that's cool. It was very nice, and, I mean, it didn't feel like anything very special. It was what a room we needed. It was very basic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big difference, though, is she didn't stay with us I mean it was like a small condo whether she was in another one of the buildings or in the complex yeah. I don't really know but you stayed in the same home with somebody yes it was like a spare room yeah huh I I just I never thought of Airbnb like I mean it, it sounds very obvious now thinking about it that it's yeah. like it's a spare room in my house come stay there you can you can 
differentiate between private room or entire apartment. Like when I was in hmm. um, when I was in Amsterdam, um, our friend Brad and I, we stayed also in just a spare room. In Copenhagen, the home was actually two detached units on either side of a stairwell that had other apartments up and you know above and below. So we got an entire unit pretty much to ourselves, minus a kitchen, which we didn't use because, you know. That was it. You, were, it was, you weren't there much. It was really just a place to crash into the, the day. Exactly. We, when we got there, we took maybe a nap for an hour or so. Oh, your nap? Yeah, well, oh. after a four-hour drive. Eh, fuck it. Yeah, then, naps or naps. then we pretty much went to the concert, like, town, hung out there, drove back, went to sleep, woke up, left. We were there for maybe 12 hours, and most of that was sleeping. But even then, it's always been pleasant. And so Airbnb, definitely a great, great invention. When I'm looking for a place to stay, I definitely always consider Airbnb at the very least. And that's it. Like anytime I've ever looked at traveling somewhere, as much as Paula being much more talented when it comes to travel as far Mm -hmm. as planning and organization, she'll definitely, she'll in the end usually be the one to book or settle it as is. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'll always look, at least try to get involved and give some input. Yeah. And I've looked through Airbnb. I remember when we looked at, uh, for Toronto, when we were looking with her. But again, we have, again, we, we, we've tended to stay in hotels recently. I mean, our last trip to Toronto was, um, a spare, was a basic condo in, uh, yeah. a friend's building. Yeah. So my, my experience there. is limited. My, I, I realized, I never asked my brother to give me more input on it, but he stated a few, and I remember him also taking care of a cat when he was there with his. Right. This is a big theme, is, is taking care of people's cats when you're in an Airbnb. Am I crazy? No, you're not. Okay, um, well, we'll get to that a little more. There's another cat story I, I want to hear a little more cat, about. Yeah, there's definitely a cat story, but obviously the for budget traveling, mm-hmm. the two choices now have somewhat become hostile. Or Airbnb. Or Airbnb, especially. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be in Europe. Like, it, you can find hostels in North America. Yeah. But for North American people, when you think of hostels, you think of abroad. And we don't think of the United States as abroad. No, that's it. I even remember, um, like, I, I mean, in dating Paula, who's much more well-traveled than I am, she has pointed out to me hostels in Montreal. Yeah. And even once had a friend staying in Montreal at a hostel, and we actually go pick her up from it. I didn't get to go in, but I did get to see where it was and kind of the vibe around it. Yeah. And I guess also I've never been to a hostel. Have you? Yes. Okay. I've done. I've stayed at three hostels. That's it. I've never been to a hostel myself, so I mean, I still have that kind of like, I don't want to say like Hollywood image of one in the mind of like what I picture to be. Like the the movie hostel. No, no, not like that at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> You were murdered every time you went to a hostel? Yeah, would not recommend. Oh. Probably wouldn't go back again. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, would not go back. Three, one star, left body, left body shooting about and torn to pieces. Yeah. Um, I will say, I wouldn't say that any of my hostel experiences have been bad. Mm-hmm. But I would say overall my Airbnb experiences so far have been better. Have been better. So I will dig right into it. Um, when we announced we were doing this topic, one of the people to respond was Paula. Your intended. My intended, yes. The term we've, I think we've elected to keep using. I like it. I like it. And um, again, uh, spend time living abroad in, uh, she was working in Paris uh, as part of a co-op for school. Spend time traveling and hit a lot of co-ops. And 
And one of the things she points out, something I never even thought about, was, uh, of course, we're looking at traveling. We were planning a honeymoon. We had thought about hostels because they're a great place to meet people. Yes. And that was the one uh, gripe that I, she pointed out to us, really, was the, in an Airbnb, generally, I mean, like, you might meet the host, but that's really it. You're not meeting people. Yeah. It isn't the social space. There is the chance that the host will hang out with you. Yeah. Take you out to local spots. That didn't happen to me in any no, way. No, and I don't think that's expected. It's like. not expected. Generally, as an I, I've never been an Airbnb host, mm-hmm. but as a host, you are probably more like, if they want to hang out, I guess that's okay, but I'm obviously going to give them their space, you know. Totally just lost my train of thought. At the same time. At the same time. You don't always meet people at hostels. I can say that from experience. Um, well, I imagine that too, but I feel like you have the opportunity. You have to more opportunity to. But some hostels are not geared towards meeting people. Like, for example, two of the three hostels I stayed at didn't really have much of a common area. Yeah, that was one of the points Paul had brought up in her monster of a text. Yeah. Was, uh, was the, the exact comment is, I've been in hostels with no common room. Why? All in caps. That's it. Like, and I guess it's true. If you think about, like, why you would pick a hostel over an Airbnb, I imagine that's probably one of the bigger mm-hmm. reasons is the socializing aspect. Yeah. So, to not have a common area. Yeah, to not have a common area sort of defeats the purpose of what I feel a hostel is. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was in Cologne, mm-hmm. the hostel we stayed at was much more like a hotel with just several beds per room. Hmm. It was just, I mean, first of all, the rooms were air-conditioned, which... Actually, it was kind of nice, considering it was the middle of July. But, like, the, the guys we stayed with, the, the two dudes in our room, were friendly. But, first of all, Cologne is not a huge tourist city. So, one of the guys there was on a business trip. And he just needed a cheap place to stay. And one I of the guess. other guys there, like, I'm pretty sure every time we saw him, he was asleep. Oh, like, okay. The guy slept 24 hours a day. I think he's going huh. to bed. Um, Are you sure he was alive? We didn't ask. <laughs> valid valid um something but, else i i yeah. never thought of with hostels that again paula brings to my attention and uh, only recently bringing up the subject with people did it really occur to me that you can do a hostel the private room it never occurred to me to me a yeah. hostel just the mental image i almost want to say it was a bunk from camp it was a room with a bunch of beds in it yeah a lot of people when they think hostel they think like 10 beds like, this guy's snoring, these people are having sex, this, this guy's coming in drunk. You know? And I mean, that, that's very the movie version of it. That's what I kind of Im- imaged, pictured in my head. Yeah. It was always that movie version of... I mean, did, did they not stay in a hostel in Eurotrip, maybe? They probably did. And I feel like that's what the image I've been painted. is like a bunch of people from different countries staying in one common room together and just like... People are coming and going any hour of the night and noise and bumping each other in like one shared bathroom and like, oh, this is awful... But was really cheap, so if you were traveling on a budget, it was fantastic. I'm clearly learning this is wrong, and if you think this way too, learn with me now. Nope. Yeah, from my experience, first of all, the hostel itself has quiet hours. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't necessarily all have curfews. Like, sometimes people do come in at all hours of the night, but... And I won't say this is across the board for everybody, but hostile travelers do generally have a code, an unwritten code, where it's like, you don't be a dick. And I mean, I think too, you're meeting people who are like-minded, hopefully, if they're staying in hostels. Yeah. Either it's, if it's your first time, learn from experience, listen to everyone else. And if it's not your first time, be conscientious 
conscientious. That's it. You don't want to be the person who pisses everyone off. Oh no, for sure. Um, another one too, like Paula, like Paula brings up, is we're planning our honeymoon. We're looking at likely a European destination. I think we toyed with the idea of Portugal or a. Uh, one that came up recently that I'm kind of really behind, like, I love the idea of Portugal, but I also kind of like the idea of doing, like, a UK tour. Mm. I, uh, Scotland, Ireland, uh, England. England itself, even Wales, just sort of hitting the four major chunks. Northern Ireland? Yeah. I mean, UK, Ireland's technically not in the UK, so no, but Northern Ireland, Wales, yeah. Scotland, and, uh... I mean, I would be down to, I say Ireland, I mean Northern yes. Ireland. I wouldn't be opposed to the rest of Ireland. I or South, is, Southern is, Ireland, the Republic of Ireland, Central Republic. Central Ireland. Is it not the Republic of Ireland? It is the Republic Republic? I'm just being. I'm being silly. That okay. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> the People's I just, Republic of Ireland. I just. I don't know. I don't want to piss anyone off. And I know but, the, and I know the Irish can get very touched on the subject. Yes. Respectfully. Um, but that's it. Like the idea of doing that. And again, like she says, hostels, and I'm thinking, like, yeah, I love meeting people, but it's also our honeymoon. I kind of want to have a room to ourselves sometimes. And the idea that you can have both of those things never occurred to me, and mm-hmm. I am really into the idea of being able to, we want to go shut ourselves off for the night and get some sleep and be alone, and hey, you know what, it's 11 at night, we're awake, we want to go out and party, let's see who's in the common area, tons of people, let's get a group together and go drinking. Yeah. Or see who's coming home drunk and talk to them while yeah. we're being up and having a beer I mean, snack. The hostel that Brad and I stayed at in Berlin was very, very cool and very unique because... In that hostel, there were only a, there was a maximum occupancy maximum occupancy of ten people. It was run one room of six beds mm-hmm. and two private rooms that could hold two people. Okay. And there would be a little tiny common room, but generally every night it would be a bunch of us sitting around the table and just talking and like learning about each other and including the people who stayed in the private rooms. So even though you didn't like sleep in the same room as them. You still got to know them, so we met some really cool people from England, from Wales, from Australia, uh, from Canada even. One guy oh. was actually had, was from Montreal or had, had lived there for a little bit, uh, Toronto, Boston, New York. Um, I think one guy was Swedish also, which is kind of cool. Huh. Um, but yeah, so generally, the hostels, I guess a hostel like that, where it's maybe not a huge, huge hostel, mm-hmm. where it's always people coming and going, but a small hostel where you get to know, like, I guess the people and build a rapport with them. It's the same people, at least for a couple of days. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and I think back to, like, some of my favorite travel memories of, like, meeting people specifically is Paula and I have gone to the same bed and breakfast in North Conway in New Hampshire. Yeah. I believe it's twice i could be wrong and say three times i'm very sorry if i'm getting that wrong mm-hmm. uh but very lovely b&b great view of the mountains and again it was the kind of thing where it's bed and breakfast breakfast is served at a certain time yeah the night before you let them know what you're what you want kind of thing and they have like you know whatever one day is eggs one day is pancakes uh if nothing really suits who i can do an egg i don't mind like it's yeah. very they're very open very nice very very sweet couple that ran the place but I remember, like, as quiet as it can be that place, the occasional morning of sitting with another traveler or a couple and having a conversation around breakfast. Yeah. And I really do like that social aspect. I'm going to read a comment. Yes, Facebook. I know we're getting a little deep in, and I know we have some things we want to bring up that are less pretty. Yeah. And I'm I want to bring them up and I'll end the show with them. I'm going to start with one that's kind of nice, and it's from Shelby. Mm-hmm. And so she says, for solo traveling, I prefer hostels. They are a great way to meet and make connections with people from around the world. 
That being said, it's super important to make sure that you'll have the essentials, notably a locker. So doing some research beforehand is key, pun intended. So <laughs> I, I definitely see that that's one thing we didn't bring up is that with hostels, you are still staying in a room generally with strangers. Whereas Airbnb, guess, you get yeah. your own space. You don't necessarily have to worry as much about Yeah, it's just you're kind of, it's, I mean, there's a, it's a higher end company kind of looking over the thing and ensuring it. Uh, I've heard people compare it to Craigslist versus eBay. Yeah. Craigslist is kind of more like hostels. It's much more personal. It's your, there's no middleman. Yeah. But then there's no certification or guarantee. Yeah. That. I mean, like, the extreme end being, like, people who have been murdered for meeting people on Craigslist. Yes. Whereas eBay, it's everything's monitored. Everything's, it's you know, very, mommy's very, watching it. Exactly. There's and minimal chance of being fucked with. That said, yeah, you definitely want to have a locker and you want to have your own locker next to your bed or near your bed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I personally, you also can get locks. They Like, if you have a traveling backpack, mm-hmm. the zippers, there are holes in the in the zipper, the metal piece, where you can put a lock through. And yeah. No one can open it unless you know your code. I did that just to ease my conscience, to ease my mind. Mm-hmm. That said, there are some people who are just hanging their clothes up, like, full out. No issues. I guess it's the mentality. I guess if you travel enough, you kind of get that trust. Like I've travel stories we can get into. There's I know some guys with great stories of traveling in the. Yeah, shit I think that's a separate. We do have a we do have that on the list. I think that's a separate podcast. But I guess yeah, I think meeting going by yourself. I think you definitely want to do a hostel, and there are some hostels out there that are actually specifically intended for solo, maybe groups of two travelers. Like you cannot be a big group. No, and I like that too, that they kind of manage that, they're not taking it, I guess, maybe they're organizing a big group kind of thing, maybe, but they're also... Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, it's, they seem well-managed, the vibe I'm getting. A hostel that takes solo or groups of two, and maybe even organizes, like, bar crawls or just, like, group events, mm-hmm. that's definitely a great way to meet people. And meeting people from around the world is such a such an amazing thing, even if you may never speak to them or see them again after that time just the fact that you get to learn a little bit about them and their their slice of life is really really interesting and so some of my favorite memories from my europe trip last summer was sitting around that hostel in berlin sitting around the table even if we decided not to go out that night which we often didn't Mm -hmm. we were often walking around all day Um, our trip in particular was not necessarily a partying trip it was more of a sightseeing trip and that's another thing that's very important is if you are just going to see the sites and you're going to go walk around, an Airbnb is not necessarily going to kill your, your chance. You're really there just to, to see things, hang out. If you want a party, by all means, do a hostel and find a hostel that, you know, is a party hostel. That seems to be the general vibe I'm getting that. Was Airbnb is really a hotel alternative that's less expensive. A hostel is the I want to go and explore and see new things and meet people and be exciting. Yeah. Should we get into our horror stories? Yeah, so I was going to go with the first one, because the other one you know, you 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 were told firsthand, so I haven't heard the details. I have a couple, actually. I got one Really? From, uh, yeah. Because well, we have from... the one from uh, Brian on the, uh, the Facebook post. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, my cousin. My cousin Brian. Oh, it's uh, your cousin Brian. Okay, cool. Yeah, I didn't know ahead. who this person was. Uh, saying they stayed in Airbnb on a trip to London. Uh, place wasn't great. It wasn't at all what was advertised. And they said, it's in a great area. It really wasn't. And he says, zero on 10, would not stay again. You responded saying, like, you know, would you never use Airbnb again? Is this soured your experience? And he said, no, I would just avoid that person. Yeah. And I think that's the thing, too, is as much as we are going to, you know, get into some darker stories, and the vibe I'm getting is 
I have one from a hostel the most seem to be Airbnb stories I'm hearing. Yeah. Is again Airbnb, it's again it's the same risk that I said with eBay. You can find shitty sellers. It happens. Some people abuse the system. Yeah. So look for the reviews, look for other comments if it's their first time hosting a place. Maybe not the one you want to go to. Maybe don't be the one to bite that bullet. Like another one we went to was it, it was as advertised. It was boring, but it was as advertised. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, in a worse area than expected. It wasn't shittier condition than expected. Yeah. Um, but I know you have one I really want to hear. You have a, you have a few, you have a few blitz here. I want to hear some of the horror stories you have lined up. Well, I have the one. The one. The other one I was going to say was Brian's. Okay, so I stole your thunder. Uh, no, you didn't. It's fine. <laughs> uh, the, Thunder's mine. The, the one we definitely wanted to talk about was our friend Audrey's yeah. uh, story because it is actually probably one of the worst I've heard concerning Airbnb. Definitely disappointing because it's a company that I really enjoy, a service that I enjoy using. And I'll probably so, keep using it. It's not going to change it. my, but I know Audrey is not using Airbnb anymore. And based on what I've heard, the parts of the story, I understand. Yeah. Um, uh, so, her boyfriend can't. So we'll get there later. Yeah, but I do want to ban from Airbnb. Anyway, I do want to preface though saying that one, the reason I picked this subject is I wanted to hear these stories and get a chance to share these stories. Yeah. And secondly, I don't want anyone walking away thinking I'm never going to use Airbnb. Look what they did. These are isolated cases. I've you no, know, I've used it. I've loved it. Yeah. Same. Yeah. It wasn't a hostel, which I realized might have been more fun of an experience, but they do what they need to do, and as long as you're smart, you'll be fine. Yeah. So I see we're getting close to like where we want to end off but so. I'll do an abridged version essentially Audrey went to Japan uh, not too long ago with uh, her boyfriend and I think a couple friends and she had found an Airbnb and at one point when she got into Wi-Fi in Japan she received a notification that her reservation was cancelled and Already her account was suspended while she was in Japan and so this happened very randomly she was going to be at this place in about 12 hours and she she was also in Japan during a holiday, uh, Golden Week, something like yeah. that. It's apparently very big, so there was nowhere to stay. No hotels, no hostels, no Airbnbs, nothing. So she called Airbnb. She got hung up on. Yeah. Uh, and she was at 600 bucks, obviously, also, because she was staying at that place for several days. Um, I think she called, she ended up having to call like three or four times. One of them was, one, one of the representatives was nice. The other three weren't so helpful. She, the, the one representative who was nice said, oh, I'll call you tomorrow. We'll see what we can do. Never called back. Ugh. She was still out her 600 bucks. Luckily, her friend's girlfriend spoke Japanese and actually got in contact with the host of the Airbnb because it wasn't him who canceled. It was somehow the system canceled it for her. Yeah, she, she had told me a bit when it was so very new. She still got the place because they're like, listen, we're going to pay you the exact same as we would have paid you know, for, for Airbnb. We still need to stay at your place. We're still coming. The guy's like, fine. I'm not... This way I actually get more money because I'm not... You know, Airbnb's not taking away a service fee or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And so she still had a place to stay. She still was not reimbursed by Airbnb. The only way that she got reimbursed was actually a bit of a stroke of luck is that she posted a status on Facebook about this experience. Yes. A friend of her mom's works for Flatbook, which is, I believe, a similar service that's offered in Canada. I don't, mm-hmm. I didn't look into it too much. So that person tweeted it, tweeted this story, or, or shared Audrey's link via Twitter. Airbnb saw it and sent Audrey an email and reimbursed her. And again, like... And, that, and activated her account. Like, yeah, that seems one of the shittier things is that it takes someone with enough clout to make something happen. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, not to the same grade, but I had an issue, too, where 
I had gotten tickets to Montreal's Comic-Con a few years back. Mm-hmm. And they had then canceled one of the major events. So I was like, oh, well, I have no intention of going now because that was the re- only reason I wanted to go. Yeah. And they just flat out said, no, we can't refund your ticket. They're not refundable. We'll refund your, like, pass to that X specific event for, like, the 30 bucks it was. Okay. But your $60 ticket for entry for, like, the week? No. Fuck off. Uh, that's annoying. And again, like, had someone big enough picked it up and someone who had a big, uh, you know, who had the clout to make this happen had tweeted it. I may have gotten reimbursed. Again, I can live with a 60 bucks. Big whoop. Much happier that Audrey got her money back. Yeah. Because the poor thing, that's such a shitty experience. It Did is. they ever figure out why your account got deactivated? No. I don't think that ever uh, came up. Yeah, and that is kind of the scary thing, is the fact that it is a big... It is a larger system at play where things can happen. I mean, I feel like this is an incredibly rare, isolated case of a shitty situation. It is. That's just... The the perfect storm, I think. That's that it. Was that's it. I mean, like I think, like because uh, I know her boyfriend is currently banned from the service Arch's as well. Boyfriend, and first of all, I've met Arch's boyfriend before. He's a, he's a great guy. I actually haven't met him yet. He's a nice guy. I won't. I, I haven't really said much to him, but he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he got banned from Airbnb because he was staying somewhere in Italy, and that place had a cat, and he was told, "Don't let this cat outside." Mm-hmm. And he left the door open, and they lost the cat. And they did not find the cat. And I mean, definitely shitty. I definitely agree with the there should be a penalty. So I know that Airbnb has a um, like a deposit system where yeah. you put an extra bit down to cover damages or things. And I feel like this is one of those things, and eBay does it also, and I can't stand it, where they'll side with, the, in this case, the, the seller, the, the seller. person the hosting... Because they want to keep them as a client because they're worth more to them? I don't know. As much as, yes, it was probably just a very, very accidental thing. Yeah. As a dog owner, as a pet owner, if someone lost one or several of my dogs... But here's the other side of that argument, though. Would you leave your dog with a complete stranger for a week? No, I probably wouldn't. That's it. If you care about your pet that much... I understand if you go, you know what, like my brother stated one, and there he's an indoor, he's an indoor outdoor cat. He'll do what he wants, the, whatever. You yeah. don't if you don't you can just put food in his bowl if you see it's empty. Like be nice. That's it. But there was no like, if you refuse to feed the cat or you lose the cat or something happens to the cat, I'm I'm blaming you entirely. It's no, yeah. the cat can handle itself. Like put food in the bowl. We're several people at home, and it was not often that we're all gone. Mm-hmm. But if we are, usually we, you know, my uncle stays, and my uncle's a dog lover, so he has no issues. If we were opening ourselves up, in, and I don't think this is ever going to happen, but if we were opening ourselves up to an Airbnb, no, we would put the dogs in like a kennel. In a, in and a that's boarding, it. Boarding like, place or I, like that. I'm not going to sit here and defend and say, oh, you know what, it's his whole traffic a cat there. You know what, you agreed, you know what, I'll keep an eye on, you know, there's a cat, yes, I'll take the responsibility of keeping an eye on it. But it should not be the guest's responsibility for something like, yes, actively attempt to not lose the cat. The same way you would actively not burn the house down. That's it. To play devil's advocate, household pets are technically and legally considered property. Yeah. So as much as you would not damage somebody's, you know, furniture, you also don't want to lose their, well, I guess, the equivalent of furniture. Yeah. The thing about Airbnb is... you're staying at someone's place. You're going into their personal space, mm-hmm. and that comes with whatever. I'm sure. I'm going to assume that it was made expressly clear that there was a cat. 
Yeah, you in, know going in. In his face. But um, I don't think you ever think, like, I'm going to go to the place and, you know, God forbid the cat gets away, I'll lose my deposit or I'll be fined something. Not yeah. I'll be booted from the service indefinitely. That's, That's kind true. of the shitty thing to me. It's the, it's the punishment. And, I'm, and again, as a, an animal lover, I have my parents, oh, I had dogs at my parents' place and I still love my dogs. Yeah. And I love my brother's cat. If that thing were to get lost, I'd be heartbroken. I love that fucking ugly little thing. We almost, uh, we thought, um, when I was at, uh, Shannon's a couple weeks ago, we thought we lost her cat. Oh no. Yeah. Um, we thought that she got off the balcony and she just, she, we, we looked, we went around the balcony, went to the parking lot, Mm -hmm. couldn't find her. And at one point we're just like, at this point we just have to hope she comes back. So we left like treats out on the balcony because sometimes she'll like climb up. And she was like totally. We posted on Facebook. She was in, uh, her roommate's bedroom in her, in her, like somewhere. We don't know where. At one point she decided to make her presence known. I got to tell her, I was like, cats are assholes. Like they'll purposely hide just to scare you. And it was like, at the same time, it's like, hey, we're happy to see you, but fuck you for (laughs) causing us this distress. That was Um, the vibe I get from cats. It's like, they like being dicks. Uh, she's a she's a fun cat, but it was definitely oh, okay. it was a relief to see her, uh, to see her back and make sure that she was still. I was definitely we were worried, obviously. You know, oh, you don't yeah, want to no, lose your sure. household pets, and like, I've had times where my dogs have gotten off a leash or have gotten oh, no. out of the house, and I've had to chase them down. I remember being a kid uh, going door to door, giving up flyers so my dog could run away. Yeah. Okay, going back to Airbnb versus hostels. I yeah, think let's uh, let's, let's conclude because we are to, in the end. Yeah. To summarize. Definitely, if you're going solo, I'd say a hostel and find a hostel that is specifically or or more geared towards solo travelers and mingling. Yeah, again, read reviews, get reviews from other travelers. Hostelworld.com. Hostel. Okay, you have a website. Fantastic. They have a website. They have an app. That's what I use to book my uh, Europe hostels. Uh, I would definitely uh, use it again. Very, very good. That's it. And I feel like we got a little biased today, so I do want to share Paula's one dark hostel story. Yeah, go for it. Of the time she was stuck in a hostel, and in her bunk there was blood and a condom in the bed. Like, everyone has their horror stories, no matter how good a service is, there's going to be those dark moments. Yeah. I mean, you can't control the world, you can only do your best to be safe. Yeah. So, grain of salt with both, shit happens in both of them. That's it. Just know what you're looking for, how to be safe. It's your first time. Ask a friend who's used them more. Like, I know hostels, Paul is done. I have no doubts. But if I were going solo in a hostel right now, I'd be looking to you for a lot more advice, buddy. Yeah. So, yeah. Solo, do a hostel. If you're looking, maybe just do a sightseeing trip. Either or. If you want to party, do a hostel. That's it. Airbnb seems to really be the, I don't want to spend the money on a hotel. I want something less expensive. But and I also want to feel like I'm home. And that's it. They do... That's the nice thing is the homey feel. Especially ours where it was like a private place. Yeah. I kind of like that. And I wouldn't mind actually. I kind of like your idea of staying with somebody like in a spare room. So in the morning you have like a coffee with them or even breakfast. That's it. If that's kind of cute. I like that. It depends on the host. Some of them are just like that's they're going to leave you do thing. I'm still partial to B&Bs in general. Like just yeah. Like a vague idea of a so, breakfast with strangers. Like when we were in Europe we did hostel, Airbnb, then hostel, hostel, Airbnb... And it was just nice, as much as it was cool to stay in a hostel and meet people and, and talk to people, the homey feeling you have from Airbnb um, is also kind of nice, especially when you're away from home. You know, and some people are not like that, but for me, it's like, you know what, 
it's kind of nice to be in a place that's a little more of a home feeling. And, and it does seem to be that you had a pretty good experience with all your Airbnb. Yes. Like you, don't, like you have had no personal horror stories with Airbnb. No, even with hostels. Like, the only complaint I would have about one of my hostels is that there was just no air conditioning. It was 30 degrees and it was Yeah, hot. no. Hotels in Italy, we had one too with no AC. It was, oh god, it was like 40-something and humid. It was deadly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we should do our usual signing off. We're going to sign off. So, again, we always encourage to follow us on our social media so you can see what our subjects are for next week and give your input. Yeah. Again, I feel like the reason I chose this episode was because I knew people had stories and I wanted to share them and hear them. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> a little drumming on the beer. I'm enjoying that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, getting ready for your sign-off at the end? <laughs> <laughs> we're not there yet. No, we're not there yet. No, stop. Wait, no. We're not ready. Preview. We still have too many things to do. Next thing. Uh, we still have to give our Twitter handles as seen on our logo at Boxless Thought and at, at Ryan W. Once again, we cannot stress how much we love you, Andrea, and thank you for the art that has made Andrea. our logo so pretty. Such a champion. At Ari Smiles, you'll see it on our logo as well. Keep an eye on her Twitter. She actually does those little art pieces by commission uh, whenever she has free time, so you may uh, see her pop up uh, looking to get and those. It goes towards, I believe, a good cause, which is uh, helping out her hospital. Yeah, bills. it's covering. I know for I know the last round was covering um, some medical bills for her family, her mother. Uh, I know in general they're usually she puts it towards like things her her family need, not just covering like rent yeah. per se. So if but... you want a really really cool like animated headshot and to help out a really good person with a good cause, do it. Yeah, no, absolute sweetheart. Love following her on Twitter, too. She's super fun. Yes. Doing some cosplay and stuff. Very sweet. Nope, so keep an eye on us. We'll have our next subject up soon for your comments and uh, input. I already think I know what I'm going to pick. Ooh, I'll have to go find us beers. Hmm, that's true. Alternating. Yeah. (laughs) Shall you uh, play us off, good Uh, sir? Okay. This this is is really a thing now. This is a bit of an experimental... um, thing so it's gonna be like which of speaking spoken word speaking of which dig a ditch you're a snitch (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck oh god I'm gonna stick to podcasting signing off we love you guys (laughs) Uh, oh I love you too